This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Those are the words of Kajan, Kajan, Katanji Drown Jackson, our Supreme Court Justice. <laughs> All right, I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. That was Joe Biden trying to say the name of the Supreme Court Justice that he nominated. You'd think he wouldn't forget that. Finally got it right. Finally got Katanji right, I should say. He didn't get all the right. Brown was too difficult. He ended up just saying drown. I'll just, I'll just say drown. That'll work. Hope you guys had an amazing weekend. It's Katanji Brown Jackson, by the way, Joe. Just, I'm helping you out here. Remember, she was the one you chose just purely because she was black and female. You said that going into it. We're, we're going to find great candidates, but they have to be black or female. Uh, great job. Great job. Excited to be with you guys. Disco in the house as usual. It's Monday, January. Is it 16th already? Is that true? Yes, it's true. Wow. It is true, my friend. Well, that's that's what it is. Apparently, that's what it is. That's what we're going with. So, <clears throat> reminder, reminder, we're here this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Thursday, not here. Well, maybe we'll have some content for you. Um, normally, we're Monday through Thursday this week. I'll be shooting some commercials for Mammoth, uh, Mammoth Nation, which you should go get a membership for, by the way, MammothNation.com. Use promo code Drew to save 30%. But uh, that day will be off next week. We'll be full go back Monday through Thursday with booze and banters every day as well. There will be booze and banter today and the other days that we're shooting this week. So uh, we'll get to that. Lots to get into uh, today as well. More classified docs were found at one of Biden's residences, one of being the keyword. So this downfall of Joe Biden seems to be nearing closer and closer. McCarthy is going to release all of the January 6th videos. The CDC who I know no one trusts. I get that. Some of you have probably seen the title and saying, yeah, but who cares if they're doing an investigation? I get it. We're going to talk about that. But they're investigating some, some pretty big developments, at least the fact that they're being discussed out loud as a development as it pertains to the Pfizer vaccine. It's not good stuff, of course. And they're going to, in the end, as a spoiler alert, they're going to find a way to put lipstick on this and make it seem like they're way to, the right Way thing. to ruin the ending. We yeah, exactly. Sorry, you can leave now. Be safe, be smart, be free. Um, then there's significant developments. We talked about one set of the developments um, on foreign and domestic this weekend, which you also need to check out every Saturday, 11 a.m. on Red Voice Media. But we talked about it. Two big state actors are really, they have been the whole time, but they're taking things to the next level to, in terms of taking advantage of our weak state, America's weak state right now as we are, completely and totally lacking in the leadership and strength department. So we'll tell you what those two state actors are, what they're doing, why you should be concerned about it. Cause it is, it's really concerning stuff, really concerning stuff. It's all happening right in our backyard affects the United States in a big way, affects uh, supply chain and, and all sorts of routes in a big way. Plus in booze and banter today, which will be on locals today, locals this week, we didn't get everything buttoned up, but we will have it buttoned up for next week. Locals this week, it'll be there, drewberkwist.locals.com. We'll share the link throughout the show uh, of exactly where to go. The ATF, I don't know if everyone saw this, because there was, frankly, I'm shocked that there was no hubbub about it. There should have been. But the ATF put a new rule into place. Over the weekend, well, at the end of the week, 
but the news broke over the weekend that essentially makes millions upon millions upon millions of Americans felons. We'll tell you what it is if you don't know. We'll discuss. Tom will be here as well. New California law permits people who aren't even U.S. citizens to become law enforcement officers in that state. Illegal, no problem. And then that's, I want to revisit the lie as some people come to the defense of Joe Biden and this administration, not many in this audience, of course, I want to discuss and revisit the Biden romance again. We're going to show a clip. It's an old one, but we're going to show an old clip. We're going to discuss it, get into all that. All right, let's get into the story. So let's get into the Biden specifically, because this past Saturday, while people across the country were watching playoff football, another batch of classified documents were found at Biden's house in Delaware. He had White House... Um, Counsel Richard Sauber. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Sauber, sober. Um, he's not going to be sober after all this. I can tell you that. Said he discovered the documents while conducting an additional search at Biden's personal residence. The New York Times stated this quote: "President Biden's aides found additional pages of classified information at his Delaware home this week, and on Saturday, six more pages of classified documents were uncovered." So last week, we learned that Biden kept classified documents at his private office, you know, think tank office in D.C., which, again, there's a, there's a problem that he even has that office in the first place. That was while he was vice president. And then Thursday, we found out he was keeping them <laughs> in his garage next to his Corvette. By the way, it, his garage is locked. It's not like he parks his Corvette out in the street, <laughs> he said. So don't, don't worry. No big deal. Sensitive, classified, top secret documents but they're in the garage. It's not like I keep my Corvette out in the street. I don't keep the documents out on the street. They're locked up in a garage that almost anyone can get into. Okay. And I'm glad that they did it over the weekend so that none of us would see it. Right? Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> Again, well, and, and you say that, and that's true. You know, it's, that stuff comes out over the weekend unless you're living on Twitter or social media, which, by the way, is hell. You're going to be like everyone else. These documents, the first batch, were found on, I think, November 2nd before the midterm election. So... All of this stuff has been very conveniently kind of tucked down. Now, there's mainstream media talking about it. The White House has been questioned on it. There is discussion about it, more so than I frankly thought there would be. Uh, and that's partly because of, of what we've talked about, and we'll discuss a little bit again today, that I think that part of that is the plan. Let's, let's sabotage this guy. Let's sink this ship and put him down so he has to resign uh, or what have you. But what's interesting about it is you've got, uh, at the end of last week, Robert Hur, who was appointed by Merrick Garland, the Attorney General Merrick Garland, to investigate how Joe came into possession of these classified documents, um, <clears throat> is, is, is on the case, allegedly doing all this stuff. And as he does, and as some of these new files come out, it's really interesting to see, and I say interesting loosely, right? It's, it's actually infuriating. What you're seeing from the left and the media propagandists is that they are fixated Again on Trump, because Trump rents space in their minds. He always has. He apparently always will. So it's always a comparison to that as opposed to, is this right or wrong? Again, if you want to get into comparisons, and you don't have to be a Trump supporter to see or agree with this, Trump was in the right in his case, or at least was more in the right than, than Biden was. It, and it's a slam dunk. It's not even a close conversation. But it shouldn't be about Trump versus Biden. It should be about did Biden break the rules? Did Biden break the law? Yes or no? And, and that's how the conversation needs to be. But the way that the left is taking it is they're counting it like a point system. They're fixated on the total amount of documents 
as compared to Trump. Well, how many did Trump have in Mar-a-Lago? Okay, how many did Biden have it at his house, in his office, in his other house, in his other office? That's, that's, that's the conversation that's happening. Notice that no one in the, the lamestream media is talking about the contents of the document. It's all about the number. Their focus is completely concentrating on this tally as opposed to what they contain because they're fools. You could have one document that has the most sensitive information on there that would trump, no pun intended there, hundreds of documents, thousands of documents over here. It's, it's, it's not a competition. It's what's in those documents. Were you permitted to, to declassify them? No. Were you permitted to take them out of, out of a skiff or a sensitive facility? Definitely no. That's the conversation here. It's not the amount. And what's happening is you're going to have, you're going to have them, not everyone, but, but most of them, provide cover for Biden and keep on maintaining the narrative that it's all about this count. Well, Trump had this many there when the FBI raided. That's why they didn't raid his house, because Trump had a lot more. No, no, folks. You, you're all smart enough. You should be to know, especially when it comes to... It's quantity over quality and so many things in life. And when it comes to national secrets and classified documents, there's varying scales of what gets classified. There's a lot of stuff out there that is classified that maybe doesn't even really need to be. But it's what's in those documents. It's, it's, the, it's the level of sensitivity of the content that's in those documents. What's it going to do to U.S. operations if that information was discovered? Techniques, tactics, procedures. Are you going to know what we have, what we do, how we do it, who we do it with? That kind of information. And I can tell you as it pertains to all this stuff. Look, when I worked in the Intelligence Committee, which I did most of my life, most of it at the agency, I had a very high security clearance with several compartments, not all the compartments, it's a need-to-know world. But if I were in my position, or any of my colleagues who are still working in the intelligence community now, were to take out sensitive, sensitive documents, sensitive information, whatever the case might be, put them in my briefcase, which I've never owned a briefcase, I don't know why I'm saying that, put them in there, and then casually bring them home, and store them in an office or in my garage, and my bosses or security found out, Y'all, the consequences would be ridiculous. They would have come to my house, placed me in custody, secured the documents, searched my entire house, torn it upside up, you know, up, upside down, sealed off the house so nobody could get in, and then bring me back to the main office where I'd be, you know, detained, stripped of my badges, my security clearance would be lost, and I'd be finding an attorney because I'd have to, I'd be going to prison for a long time. It's a, it's a big deal, is my point. Big deal. And this is precisely the double standard we're seeing here with Biden and his nonchalant handling of classified materials. The media is approaching this whole story as if statutory Joe packed up an, an inner office memo detailing casserole options to bring to a company-sponsored potluck dinner. That's not the case. It's just not the case at all. And, and for some reason, as usual... The details are not important to the mainstream media, to the, to the left. Just like they, they weren't interested in the details on how the Pelosi attacker traveled 43 miles in the middle of the night 
to get there and, and do whatever kind of crazy sexual games they were doing with Paul there. I don't, I, they don't care about the details. They pick a headline that sounds damning for us, sounds good for them. They go with it, they print it, and they, they, share, it, they share it wide and far. But the obvious details in the stories regarding Democrat misbehavior are always, they're always overlooked, not addressed. And it's so infuriating because they're so damn obvious. The discovery of classified documents at Joe's office in his garage next to his Corvette, Corvette, excuse me, it, it does seem like a plan to get him to resign from office. We talked about that last week. And it makes a lot of sense. The tentacles of the deep state are far-reaching, and there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that no one knows about. And the people who are actually calling the shots, whether it's Susan Rice, Ron Klain, Barack Obama himself, whoever it might be, there seems to be still this coordinated effort, despite the fact that there are some people giving him top, top cover. There's a lot that aren't now. And there seems to be kind of this coordinated plan to paint him into a corner where he has no other option but to resign. And if, in fact, that's what's going on, who, you know, who's going to be the heir apparent presidents in, uh, in 2024? We talked about that. They get, they get Kamala in the, in the near term. They likely get Newsom to step up because they like him. He's a good-looking dude. Who, why anyone would vote for him based on what he's done to California, I have no idea. But you got to find someone, right? Because you've got Cam Cam, whose favorability is somewhere between cancer and AIDS. No one likes her. You've got Newsom or Michelle Obama are basically your answers. And Joe's proven with this, you know, two plus years now. It's not even two plus years. We're almost two years. That's, that's terrifying. It feels like it's been like 10, right? Crazy. But he's proven in these two years that Democrats, they don't really care who's president. It doesn't matter who's sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue behind the Resolute desk. None of that matters because there's people pulling the strings behind the scenes. To them, a president's just a figurehead. So if you're basing an election in that case, knowing, hey, we're going to actually be controlling things. We just need someone who's interesting and popular, willing to go along that's basically what it comes down to. It comes down to a popularity contest, which at that point, no one trumps Michelle Obama. You know, I've talked about Newsom. I think Newsom makes sense for, for their plan, not for our country, obviously. <laughs> makes sense for their plan. And there's no telling whether she would do it or not. But if she would, she would trump even Newsom. Because all she'd have to do is be a figure. would come out and do some, some speeches every once in a while. Let the rest of her minions make all the decisions. And that's a, that's a scenario, too, that we've talked about a lot. I mean, again, I've always said one of the candidates or things that scares me most, and it really doesn't matter who we put up there, we could have the best candidate ever. We've got two, two what you would call rock star candidates on the GOP side right now who are likely going to be the guy in 2024 for, for the conservative movement. But I'm telling you, the masses adore Michelle Obama. They don't adore Gavin Newsom. They'll, they'll likely cheat and push him across, across the finish line if that's the direction they go with, which I still, again, still think makes a ton of sense and is, is more likely. But if they go with Obama, Michelle Obama, that's, that's, a, that's a scary thought because she, there, she gets identity politics votes. She gets all the Dem votes. 
for whatever reason. People people love her. That would be scary. That would be scary. Well, you know, what, what I can't find the clip, um, and uh, I was trying to pull it up, and uh, I couldn't find it, but there was a clip over the weekend where Schumer was on with Lemon. And it was like, oh, you know, but it, and he, he talks, like, Lemon brings up, hey, this is why, you know, like, do we think we did the same thing to Trump, we should do the same thing to Biden. Schumer's like, well, this could be different information. You know, what Trump had was definitely different. And, and Lemon's like, but... It, the stuff he had wasn't declassified. The stuff that Trump had, had was declassified. Like, Levin's calling him out. Like, it was, I was like, good for Don, <laughs> like, good for Levin there. But uh, Schumer's like, no, let's just wait and see. I'm not going to accuse anybody. He's like, well, wait, you were accusing Trump right yeah. off the gate. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Well, he did, he did say he supports a special counsel, but of course that means nothing. But yeah, no, it was an interesting conversation because CNN was actually doing journalism, they were doing news stuff. I, uh, I honestly was like, am I looking at the right clip? I had to, I had to like look at the logos and everything. I couldn't. I, was like, I can't believe Don it. Lemon this is or is that another black gay <laughs> yeah. guy? I can't tell. Well, exactly. Um, I was like, I'm like, what's who's talking right now? Yeah. Well, it was it was definitely interesting to see. Um, and, and there's people piling on. There's a lot of people piling on. It's it's. Uh, if I'm them, if if I can play coach for you guys for a little bit here, Democrats. I I definitely go with the plan of making him resign because he's an absolute embarrassment. He's been a disaster on literally every front. He's corrupt as, 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 as corrupt as anyone out there, this family of theirs. I saw Rob Reiner over the weekend try to make the comparison. He tried thinking again. It's always hilarious because he's always just angry, just this large, angry man, right? And he makes the comparison talking about how, well, the difference is, is – uh, he talked about the declassified versus this, that, and the other, but he said it wrong. So he, 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 he made himself look like more of an idiot. But then he talked about B- Biden is this great old man who's just been serving our country. Trump's a criminal and, a, and an egotistical maniac and this, that, and the other. It's like, dude, the Biden family is one of the most corrupt. It is a mob family, essentially. Like, who are you calling this sweet old man? What? It just shows how dumb, how dumb they are. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable, but all that to say, getting back to, if I were them, I dump this guy and say, listen, um, this is not working out. There's scandal after scandal. We're having to work overtime. Doesn't even begin to justify to describe what we're having to do to, to cover stuff up. Let's find someone who's an easier more compliant player who's who knows that they're actually president, knows what job they're in, knows where they live, doesn't you know poop their pants a couple times a day, and let's let's keep going with our agenda because they made huge headway with this guy. They've made massive headway with their plan to radically reform what this country looks like, how this country operates. Imagine what they could do if they had someone slick in there. If there was a Gavin or a Michelle, and again, we don't like them. But there's a lot of dumb and naive people who do. I feel like, uh, remember when SNL had um, Jim Carrey on and he did Biden? Mm-hmm. Remember that? I feel like that would have been a great episode to bring Oops, I Crap My Pants back. That yes. would have been a that would have been a fantastic one of episode. the greatest commercials from <laughs> one of the greatest eras of SNL. Uh, that was, those were good days. They just were good days. Um, okay. We're going to get to, do we have, are you good to go, Disco, or no? 
No, I, I I can connect to the iMac, but I cannot get back into the TriCaster. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm troubleshooting what I can. So, like I said, if you could put DDR1 in preview, we could do question of the day. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do let's do. I've got it. I've got it in preview. Let's do um let's do question of the day. I'll pop it up here. We might not have the bell. Um, but here's the question. This is totally. There's no segue to this, by the way, from from where we just came to. Although there kind of is because our world's broken. So the question is this: Would you rather? Spend time at a jazz bar, jazz bar, jazz bar, or a comedy club. You've got to choose one. Don't say oh, I'm not into either of them. You've got to, you've got to spend time at one or the other. So, would you rather spend time at a jazz bar or a comedy club? We'll uh, we'll get into your responses here when when we get back. Um, or maybe we'll just skip this. We'll just skip this break. We'll just get. Uh, I'm back in now. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, yeah. Send in your responses. Question: Comedy club or jazz bar? Where would you rather spend your time? We'll get through a couple tech issues here. We'll be right back with you to get into McCarthy. By the way, who's off to? If I'm being honest, as hard as I've been on him, you know, he's he's done a little bit more than I thought he would do in the early goings. It is early. It is early. So we got to give credit where credits due. We'll talk about him releasing the footage. We'll talk about who Gates. Matt Gates came out and said who he thinks should be Trump's VP pick on the other side. Stick around. Do you think America first when you spend your hard-earned money? Do you feel guilty shopping woke companies that take your money and push a liberal agenda? The choice is yours. When you shop at Mammoth Nation, you're a part of the solution, not the problem. We have thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. These patriots love America, and they're fighting for you. So do the right thing. Vote with your wallet and spend wisely. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. Let's keep going here, shall we? Let's get into McCarthy. But before we get into McCarthy, let's get into your responses. Question of the day was, would, if you have to, would you rather spend time in a jazz bar or a comedy club? Let's see what we've got here. Shirley's coming in comedy club. Dodie says jazz bar. Scott comedy club. Elaine comedy club. Carrie Lynn comedy club. Jazz is like nails on a chalkboard to me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jazz bar, nothing is funny anymore, says Mark Loney. I love that. Debbie says jazz bar. We got jazz bar. Jazz bar, jazz bar. Comedy, wait, what kind of jazz? Smooth jazz? Yeah, jazz. Feather catcher all over the place. I love it. I, feather catcher, you want, I know you want a glass of whiskey at a jazz bar. Come on. Mm. Fat boy trucker says comedy. We got some good, we got some good responses coming in. What, um, what do you say, Disco? See, it's hard. I've been to a comedy club thinking, oh, I'm going to have a great time. This is going to be fun. And then, like, the comics are horrible. Right. Well, yes, I got a drink in my hand. Everything's fine. Maybe got some appetizers. Whatever. Then that's whatever. That's Gosh. fine. But I've never been to a jazz club where I'm like, this is awful. Like, any jazz to me could fit. I would be totally fine. Piano, maybe Yaz Flute by uh, uh, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I would be totally down. 
anytime my wife and I go to a new city, you know, it's just the two of us, we always try to find a jazz club to go to. Because anytime we've done, like, oh, let's go to the comedy club, like, just random, unless we know the comedian that's going to be there. Well, and if it's like just a rando night, like that's the that's the hard part. You that's know? The, like, that's the kicker. I think that's the that's the main thing with it too, right? So I'm going jazz club because I love jazz. I love just a dark environment, kind of. It's usually dark, cozy. You get yourself some brown water, i.e., bourbon did, or whiskey. Did you ever see La La Land? Yeah. Did you yeah. see that? I would love to actually go to Seb's or own and run Seb's. I would be totally fine with that. <laughs> like, well, you got to like, find a replacement for yourself first, but then but then you can. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well. I figured you and I would do it together. We'll do it together. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd never get anything done. Um, <clears throat> so I'm glad that I pronounce it, Dodie. I'm, that's, I get something right every once in a while, right? You keep throwing something up against a wall. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, but I'm going jazz because, again, comedy, if you know it's a great comic, then I'm choosing comedy because I'm getting a laugh, usually still a dark and cozy environment, and a beverage. But there's so many bad, com- you know, comedians out there that it's like I'd rather just, you know, let's let's hear some jazz music. It doesn't even have to be amazing jazz music, and sip on something, have some good conversation, you know, get involved in other people's conversations there because I will do that. I will I will join yeah. in on other conversations and become your friend whether you want me to or not. So see, uh, the question should have been a comedy club with an okay uh, an comic unknown. or a jazz. A jazz club with like a a um, community college jazz band. That's what that's what it should have been. <laughs> that's the hard that's the hard pick right there. <laughs> you know, like that's the no! hard pick. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Let's get into McCarthy here. Um. <clears throat> because he said that you know he's going to release this footage, and there's still a lot. And and to say there's a lot of unanswered questions about January sixth for the masses is obviously a massive understatement well on the weekend he's been promising it and then over the weekend lauren bobert america's previous hottest congresswoman according to jesse kelly and and the masses i think she's got a challenge now but uh she said this we can pop it up here on the screen speaker mccarthy says he'll be releasing all of the footage from january 6 considering all the public has seen are edited clips from a bunch of democrats with an axe to grind it sure will be nice to get some unbiased footage and she's absolutely right. She's absolutely right. Most of the footage we've seen has been cherry-picked by this, you know, the producers. We can literally, in this case, say the producers of the January 6th committee. Because keep in mind, if you remember, during the primetime hearings of the January 6th, you know, when they, when they launched it all, they had a television producer to edit the footage that was played. They, they had this whole thing. They hired a company to do it. So, of course... He or she, the production team, was going to choose the most dramatic-looking footage. Anything that that made it seem like it was set up and that this was the optic that they wanted to push out there to the American people, anything like that was, of course, not going to be shown in those hearings. And I've talked, we, look, we work in entertainment. We've talked, I've talked to a lot of friends and, and colleagues who are in the entertainment business, and each one of them's told me that if you have enough footage of something you can make anyone or anything look really bad or really good in this case they wanted to make conservatives look really bad it's called selective editing okay and that's what this footage is all about that's what it's all about even some of the footage that we've seen from this committee the january 6th committee i have questions about like the capitol police officer who motions someone to unlock the magnetically sealed door 
that raises some some questions. Who's, who 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 was that security guard? That <laughs> the security was like, come this way. Yeah, this is the where you want to go. <laughs> like, like for the the magnetic dude, they're like like let's go th- let's find that let's address it and then let's let's ask some questions like who who was the the Capitol police officer? Who was the the supervisor that gave him the okay to do it? We've got the grainy footage of the pipe bomber, and the missing angle. By the way, that was present until he came into frame. Sorry if I'm misgendering someone saying he. I mean, literally, they had Don't both angles, sorry. but the other the other one showed it until the time where the pipe bomber walked up. At which point, that that camera was no longer available. That footage just happened to be gone. So there's all sorts of questions. And literally over a thousand people have been ID'd through news footage, security cam footage, triangulation of cell phones. So we're now supposed to believe that the, the cameras that was on DNC headquarters was grainy and not even in focus. And we can't get and that it showed even so that person on a cell phone. We can't get that. There's no record of that call. I thought that's what the uh, the Patriot Act was for. Wasn't that isn't that the deal? Well, you'd, th- you'd think in the city where politicians are held, uh, classified you know documents are held, all the intelligence, you name it, they would have the like four K, like twelve K uh, surveillance cameras around. You would think you you'd be like, we got to get every every in the state of the art facial recognition stuff. They'd have everything there because when something like this happens with a pipe bomb, regardless of what side they voted for or not. They would be able to identify the person because there'd be over a but there'd be thirteen cameras on one block just to cover just to cover their ass. But no, we're missing stuff. We're missing stuff. It's I mean it's so obvious. I mean it's just ridiculous what they're doing. And and the other you know questions that need to be answered. And hopefully we'll get those answers through the re- released footage. Are all the civilians who are on the other side of the barricades, standing next to the Capitol Police, waving people in? Who are those people? What? Why did they have such a show me, you know, like, why did they have this kind of relationship with the police? Like, hey, you guys come over here. <laughs> You're a civilian. You come on over here. Help me control this situation. That's not, no, it's not how it works. And, of course, we've talked about this. One of the biggest things about the footage that people have seen in the news and the January 6th committee has shown is, is and, and shows that they're trying to fool people with this. There's, first of all, there's already documented proof that the FBI was there and involved, Antifa was there and involved. Again, that's not to say that Americans, conservative Americans, there are some who did stupid things that day. So it's not to say that everyone is, is, is absolved of the blame here. I'm just saying that the bigger picture is what's important here. And one of the biggest ways is, is look at the angle of all these cameras. It's the reverse angle of the mob coming at you. That, that's, what, that's what the committee showed. So who, I mean, who was filming the reverse angle and why haven't we heard from them? You, you remember, when, well, Cops is back on, on, on Fox Nation now, but remember when Cops first came out? Did you ever on Cops see the reverse angle? Like the police are going to go bust in a, a door for the drugs, but the camera was inside <laughs> with the drug dealer? It doesn't work that way. No. You don't no. see that. This, I mean, it, no one is no one is asking that question. Like, why is all of that footage from there? Like, here they come, here they come. Like, could could you imagine that? Like on the camera operator, like knocking. 
Hi, um, I know you're a drug dealer. I'm here with the show Cops. I seem to be on the inside when they roll up. They're coming surprise. for you. They're going <laughs> yeah, to you know, Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, and if you want to run, just if you're going to squirrel, go like northeast because that's the best way for us to get to you. So just, you know, uh, uh, all right, here we go. Yeah, we're rolling. All right, he's ready. You know, yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't work. I just, I don't know how we've gotten so i i do but i don't know like I, I have to say it i don't know how we've gotten so dumb as a country to the point where people aren't seeing this stuff people aren't like uh, anyways what's glorious about all this as mccarthy's saying he's going to release this is going to be the response it's going to be the response of people not just democrats people like adam kinzinger who's no longer a, a congressman by cry and lie try and talk his way out of all this all the crap that he's been shoveling the past couple of years as this footage comes out now will it be spread as far and wide as what the january 6th committee spread and the media did for them and the media is going to continue to do of course not of course it's not going to be but it's going to get out there more okay and it's going to be forced into more hands onto more productions than it has been before and i i really think this it goes without saying that this is the best thing for our country we should have the data in front of us the videos in front of us to make determinations the same thing with the COVID stuff we're going to talk COVID here in a little bit too same thing with that but we haven't been allowed to discuss the election January 6th COVID any of this stuff people ask all the time you know what do you keep getting dinged on you know, on YouTube and all these places, and obviously the show's not on YouTube right now. We're going to start bringing clips back there again, but not the show show, not the live experience. But it's like, well, you're first of all, they hate me and they hate other conservatives. They hate people who love this country. But you're not allowed to talk about anything anymore. Literally everything that's in the news, nope, that's a no-go. So unless you're talking soup recipes and, like, piano recitals, you're, you're SOL. You're screwed. So it's going to be good, all that to say, to get some more of this stuff out there. Then Matt Gaetz. Oh, you know what's crazy is my uh, my personal Facebook page got uh, banned for two weeks because I'm associated with all the pages that you know that we push out to and all that stuff. And it was like, well, wait a second, like I didn't actually post this, but I literally got a thing because you're attached to these pages and we don't like what they say. You've been banned, so I can't post anything for two weeks now. <laughs> I was like, awesome. I don't care. But it's just funny how, like, they're not even just going for, like, oh, you posted this, you're out. It's you are associated. Right. Because you manage these pages. You have been blocked. And it's, my you know, my wife, she's been getting a lot better and everything. And she, she, ran, she started running for the first time. She's training for a full marathon. She posted a picture and just said, like, hey, test results came back, like, good results. I'm running again. And she got flagged. It was like, you're giving misinformation about COVID. Like, COVID wasn't even in, wasn't even in it. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even talk about COVID. And it's just like got to be kidding me guys they're, come on they're so horrible they're so horrible and it's it's hard because it's one of you know it's if i'm thinking correctly second biggest audience that that i've got you know so you want to use it and tap into it but they just i mean they literally hate freedom they hate this country they hate what you stand for i stand for all of us it's it's ridiculous but let's move on because we got to get we got to get here matt gates made an interesting comment and gave some interesting advice when he was on Timcast talking about picking a running mate for 2024 take a listen yeah, I think the reason Trump won in 2016 is because a whole lot of women who didn't like him voted for him because they could not stand telling their daughters and granddaughters that Hillary Clinton was the first female president of the United States. 
And what I've said to President Trump is like, you have to create a permission structure where women who do not like you vote for you again. And like you see the grit of a Sarah Huckabee Sanders, you see the directness, the efficacy, um, she, really bold steps. Her first days as governor, banning TikTok on a lot of the government devices there. <coughs> She's the kind of person I'd look at. Christy Nome also, hmm. I think would be uh, would be a pretty stellar pick. Okay. All right. So interesting, right? I I didn't think about that. He's correct with a couple of his statements, whether you agree with who he says there or not. But the first one, for sure he's right about her, Hillary, and her unlikability. Totally agree with him. I think that most females out there, for the most part, there's some crazy libs, but they're a small percentage. They're loud, but they're crazy. Most females despise, despise and loathe Hillary Clinton and wouldn't just hold their nose and vote for her because she was a female. There's plenty that would. More than we want would. But there's a lot who wouldn't because they, they can't relate to her. They can't. There's nothing that, that brings them together. And I think, you know, as we've talked about time and time again, Kamala's in that same boat. Most females in the country find Kamala to be reprehensible. She's not some inspirational figure to them. She's not worthy of being the first female president of the United States. Didn't they also try to get her to get, like, the... Uh... Like the Indian vote too, right? Weren't they kind of doing some kind of clips? Like, oh, she's part Indian as well. Oh, right? they love identity politics. So yeah. Well, yeah, because I, I, because I, I, I have I have friends who are from over there, and they're like, we can't stand her. She's not even really. She's not a real like, Indian. Like, like, like they're like, no, like, like you know, I, I may agree with the stuff that she pushes her, but no, I don't like her. And they're and they're <clears throat> the news is is claiming it wrong for the identity part of it. Like it's you know get get stop. And it's like, well, hey, you know, <laughs> that's what they're trying. That's the campaign. You know, that's the campaign they're selling. hundred so. percent. Well, I mean, and the only reason she was, to be clear, I mean, whether whether the Indian part worked in, I don't remember that. But I but I don't dispute that. Like that make that's totally how they do things. So I'm sure they did. But the only reason is because of her race and her gender and possibly her ethnicity. Or mixed, confused ethnicity. Not confused. That's a, that sounds bad. There's plenty of great people who are mixed. But you know what I'm saying? Mixed. 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 Just, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the more that she talks, speaking of Kamala, it's obvious that she's totally unqualified to serve in, frankly, any position in D.C., let alone the VP role that she's in right now. I think most females see that and, and find her to just not be a legitimate option uh, moving forward for, for a, a candidate to be the first female president. So anyways, he, getting back to Gates, he's correct in his characterization of Trump. A lot of females do. There's a lot of females here I know who love Trump, but there's a lot of females who really, really, really dislike Trump. They don't like his brash, kind of cocky swagger. They don't like his hair. They don't like his tan. They don't like the way he speaks. They just overall find him totally repugnant. There are. You, you know some. There's people who are conservative or conservative-ish who feel that way. Likewise, there's other women who don't mind him whatsoever because they know the decisions that he makes are, are what he and others feel are best for the country and the citizens of the United States. And really, that's what should matter. This is not a popularity contest. This is not, do I like the same color as him? Do we drink the same tea? Do we cook our steak the same way? Which should be medium rare for everyone. But that, that's just, that's, that's, that's the situation. But every day, every day that we're living in now, regardless of where you're coming from, is a constant reminder that Biden 
puts non-Americans and political donors ahead of you, ahead of every everyday American, every average American out there. And he's so brazen about it that they, they, he'll throw it right in your face. He may as well, along with all of his colleagues on that side of the aisle and, and several on our side of the aisle, stand up and just say to the camera, I hate you. I hate you. Because that's how he and that's how his friends, that's how they feel to their very core. He despises American citizens and particularly conservatives. Well, we've said it before. We would have more respect for them if they just came out and said it. I'd love it. Guys, I'd love it. We're not on. we're really we're not for the American citizens, but this is what we want to do. This is why we want to do this. Um I'm sorry. But of course they wouldn't get votes then. You know, that's why they don't say it. But I'd have more respect if they're like, yeah. Well, okay. well it would be scary is how many votes they still would get. They, yeah, they, they wouldn't would win. Get, oh, yeah. You know, their message, if they didn't control the media and they didn't cheat, they have no message that resonates with people. But still, you see the the amount of people, I mean, the the one college study, and I forget when it was from, but it's recent. We're we're approaching the point, if we haven't already passed it, where where more people in that generation, that 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 demographic prefer socialism over capitalism. They're making grounds, they're making gains. I mean, who wrote the book? I think it was, a, I mean, I might be wrong. It was like Benjamin Franklin. He wrote a book where he talked about like how, if you want people to listen, here's how you groom them. And it's through college. Like they talk about like how you, you indoctrinate them in college and you get them to be cited to something because they're being taught this certain way. Right. Ooh, sorry. It's taught this certain way through college. And when they get out, that's how they vote. Yeah. hundred percent. It's, it's been a huge problem. They've been, it's been death by a thousand cuts for a long time. And again, credit to them. They, they've, They've had so many successful campaigns and operations going right beneath our noses to fundamentally change how this country looks, feels, identifies, ripping apart all along with that. Not only are they getting voters and people who are sympathetic to their cause, but they're ripping apart the nuclear family, which is a huge part of their plan. There's so many aspects of it that, that are successful in terms of, of their goals with what they're doing. But getting, getting back to... Gates's pick. So, you know, I think he was right on women's view of Trump. I think he's right on Hillary, right on Cam Cam. Um, and kind of we went more into Cam Cam than he did. But he brings up Sarah Huckabee Sanders as an outstanding choice, what he believes is an outstanding choice. And look, she was, I'll, I'll say this, she was a badass spokesperson. She wasn't as good as Kaylee McEnany, but she was a badass person. I was going to say, what about her? What about her? What if she got on the ticket? She's not really, I mean, uh, first of all, she's got a young young kid and a great yeah. life ahead of her. Like, <laughs> stay in Florida, Kaylee, uh, and, and, and just keep being, I'm saying she, she got her Fox She killed gig. it. I mean, she killed it, and she you know, did a great job. But, I mean, what other than that, like, where in the politics realm, I guess I didn't really know her background. You know, what was her background before she became press secretary? I don't know it off the top of my head either. I know it's not well, as, as politically We should do a rich. Kaylee... A Kaylee episode. A Kaylee deep dive. <laughs> Everything um, you need to know. <laughs> Kaylee McEnany was born and uh, <clears throat> but no, I mean, so Sarah, she she did well as that, and she's and she's done a great job so far as the Arkansas governor. You know, right off the bat, I mean, it's early, it's early in her first term, um, but it's also early to be having this conversation too. There's a lot of things that can happen between now and then. We also don't know who our our picks going to be um but she's definitely up there as a strong contender to be on the ticket with trump this you know probably a top three top five kind of person christy gnome another good option she might have shot herself in the foot with that ncaa ruling uh or excuse me high school ruling no it was ncaa i think it was ncaa 
um, yeah, who, who, you know, the transgender thing, which again, I would just say, I think she probably did in this game of politics in this way that our country's divided. Now it's, you know, you don't get a chance to make a mistake, which is ridiculous. Cause we all make mistakes. There's not a damn one of us who's perfect, but I think she's outstanding. I disagreed with her on that, but I, I really, I, I can't find a, a person out there that I agree with everything on. And that's kind of fun too, right? You don't want to agree with everything on everyone and, and she was kind of painted into a corner i'm not making excuses for her or defending her but it's one thing you disagree with the rest are good the only the, the thing i would say is you don't need south dakota you don't need south dakota you get the identity politics women vote she's gorgeous she's smart she's articulate she's all those things so it could be good but you're going to win south dakota no matter what so i think if you're going female and you want to play the identity politics game pick someone from a state who's got some clout got some wasta behind them but it's coming from a state that you 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 you're gonna get some more gain from, some more some more benefit from. So we'll see. Do we ever do, do we remember why she stepped down? Was it like family stuff, or was it just she was just like I'm done? Like it's been Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe I, well, that's just. A, I mean, everyone steps down eventually in that job. Um, well, I remember like the media started attacking her family. I remember that that was like a big deal that was going on. And then it was yep. like a after, a few weeks later, she's like, "In you know, I'm, I'll be leaving soon. We're trying to find a replacement." But I didn't know if that was like the main reason. But still, I mean, especially when they start going after your family, that you know, come on, guys, yeah. low blow, like stop it. Got to do better. But oh yeah, yeah, got to do better. I I think it had probably to do that and just exhaustion. Um, all right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, let's talk CDC. We're gonna talk investigating. The Pfizer shot, particularly as it pertains to strokes, there's obviously lots of issues going on out there with myocarditis and, and heart attacks and all sorts of stuff that we're not allowed to talk about because it makes them look bad, but it's happening. I mean, the amount of 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, I mean, it, they didn't used to. People in the young demographic didn't used to die of heart attacks so frequently. Uh, it seems like that's changed now. I wonder why. But we'll talk about this thing as it pertains to strokes. That's all coming up on the other side. Stick around. Mike Lindell and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets. Regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. So you saw that bump there, by the way, for MyPatriotCigars.com. We're going to start pushing that more. We've got some other graphics and stuff we're going to share with you. But I can tell you right now, we talked about it a little bit last week. Guys, 
if you're a cigar smoker or ladies, if your husband's a cigar smoker or ladies, if you are too, there's, there's plenty of ladies to do American company, a Patriot who runs it, who founded it. Awesome. Awesome smokes. They've got an amazing set of smokes. Yeah. That and, TNT one that we had oof. that we, that we were, it was so good. So it was good. such a good, no, you know, it's funny. I actually, I was trying to play out like the ads in the lower bar today and I was like, oh, I have an opening here, but it was for the Pfizer one. I didn't feel, <laughs> would that be a good one? <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll have to mess it around. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, they're, they're really good. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code Drew to save 15%. Again, we're going to start pushing a lot of stuff. We're coming out of the, the, the holiday break, so we're still behind on some of the stuff that we, we want to get done. We're, we're kind of getting back up to speed. We're going to be at ludicrous speed here soon. Um, but just as a preview, go to MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code Drew, D-R-E-W. You can save 15%, and you're going to love it. You're going to love it. They didn't tell me to say this, but it's like putting freedom in your mouth. That's that's what I'm going with. Um, okay. <laughs> no, their, their slogan is a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. <laughs> putting freedom in your mouth. Uh, no, <laughs> Disco, you're right. Okay. So the CDC, the CDC announced that it's going to investigate possible links, possible links, between the Pfizer COVID vaccine and the risk of stroke, particularly in people age 65 and older. Now- Keep in mind that the CDC, CDC is still refusing to admit that there are any possible links between the vaccine and sudden death heart attacks of people between the ages of 14 and 45. So don't get too excited about this. But in this case, the CDC is only investigating, as it pertains to these strokes, cases of strokes suffered by individuals, people 65 and older, that happened within 25 days of getting jabbed. That seems like a, a rather narrow sample set of patients that would then have more than one comorbidity. I, it just it, The study seems to be setting the table, all that to say, for a rigged investigation. I know that surprises you out there in the audience that the CDC and the government would do something that's not transparent, not in the best interest of the people, not fair, not balanced. But that's what it looks like is going to happen. And obviously, we know. I mean, look, you got Fauci, who single-handedly has created public distrust of the CDC. Walensky and others have played a role, too. I'm not giving them a pass. But you've got, you've got Fauci, who's, who's killed the credibility and all their actions of the CDC, the FDA, Big Pharma, who's had an awful reputation forever, and doctors all over America who went along with this, hospital administrators who went along with this because the hospital got paid more because of it. And the results are going to bolster the, the company line of vaccines being as, as they're going to put it out there as, hey, see, look at, we just did another study. We did another investigation. Things are safe. Quasi, they're kind of effective. I don't know how they could actually say that they're effective anymore, but they're going to try to be able to say they're safe. Because sadly, these medical authoritarians are never, ever going to admit that they were wrong, that they made a mistake. In a statement to Fox News Digital, a spokesperson from Pfizer said the following, quote, Pfizer and BioNTech have been made aware of limited reports of ischemic stroke that have been observed in the CDC vaccine safety data link database in people 65 and older following vaccination with the Omicron BA.4 and BA.5 uh, adapted um, COVID vaccine by Pfizer and BioNTech. Bio 
Neither Pfizer and BioNTech nor the CDC or the U.S. Food and Drug Administration have observed similar findings across numerous other monitoring systems in the U.S. and globally, and there's no evidence that conclude that is, uh, ischemic stroke associated with the use of companies, the company's COVID vaccines. So, of course, they haven't seen these results. They're, they're saying, well, we haven't really seen this. But, of course, they haven't because they're not looking for them. They're not looking. We're in the midst of the largest vaccine trial in medical history. And I don't know if you noticed this. You all did in this audience. You're a smart audience. It's not going well for Big Pharma. This has been a cataclysmic disaster. It's been awful. Like, literally, everyone has lost in this. Not just Big Pharma, the medical establishment writ large. Probably even the Branch Covidians who shouted, trust the science. At this point, I, I don't know how anyone trusts the CDC with any kind of fact-finding mission. And again, I, yeah. I said at the top of the show, I'm sure people saw the, the, the thumbnail for today. CDC, FDAC, Lincoln stroke to Pfizer shot, you know, and there was talk in the description about investigation making people think maybe maybe I saw some I was looking at this through rose colored glasses I'm not guys I don't I this th- these guys are the same guys who have been telling you lies for years about masks they work they don't work they work again wipe down your groceries now that's stupid stand 6 feet apart all the stupid crap that they pushed out there they have zero credibility them the FBI so many of these organizations have zero credibility left and, and unfortunately they're never going to get it back and even if they did an investigation that said, okay, we were wrong. I still don't even know if people, people would be like, that's great, you said something, but like, no one's going to believe them on anything they say anymore. No, and I mean, I'm trying to pull this in, but it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to talk about it. Uh, former Secretary of Labor Robert Reich posted, uh, I think it was yesterday, yeah, on the 15th, Moderna is planning to charge $130 for the COVID vaccine, but the vaccine only costs 285 to make. Meanwhile, over the last two years, the company made over $19 billion in profits over the vaccine. Folks, this is what corporate greed looks like. So how can you even trust these people who are making the vaccine as well? Yeah. It, 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 it blows my mind. Blows my mind. Because you're sitting there going, okay. We, we, when I was talking about this, this is fine. This is great. But then as you, all the stuff comes out, you're like, oh, I see now. This is what benefits their pocket. It's and, all about so, yeah. that money, 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 money. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 a hundred percent there. And, and when when Disco said two eighty five there, by the way, it's two dollars and eighty five cents. Um, two dollars and eighty five yeah. cents. Yeah, yeah. Just just so we're clear, that's how cheap it is to make. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. You, you you said it right. I just <laughs> in case people were thinking, oh, that's. Um, oh man, that's like that, that, that's a sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the shot now, honey. No, don't. No, please don't. Um, okay, folks. Well, here's the deal. It's funny because because when uh, it was mandatory to like do the tests and stuff, because hospitals have been taking it away now, little by little, and everything. My wife, we, we had to pay out of pocket for. I have to get it to get the test every two weeks. She had to get a test. Finally, our insurance said, "Hey, we're not paying for it anymore." Awesome. So then it only started out being it was like fifteen dollars to get the test. By the time we were done, before they decide, oh, we're not mandating the test anymore, it was $150 every two weeks we had to pay for a test so she could keep her job. <laughs> this is so like, stupid. this is, yeah, it's it just ridiculous. You know, yeah. it's like, no, it just is. It absolutely is. Um, it's also, what changed? Why, why did it go from 15 to 150? <laughs> like, what's going on here? 
I don't know. I don't know. I, but I do know this. We've run out of time. We've run out of time. I wanted to talk China and Iran, so we're going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to work in China and Iran tomorrow. I'm not even going to move it into booze and banter because then that's going to scoot the booze and banter stuff back. You know what I'm talking about. We're just going to keep shuffling things around. So we're going to talk about China and Iran tomorrow in booze and banter. I just shared the link. Get on over there. It's on Locals. We'll be on Locals this week. Next week, start next week, we'll be on Red Voice Media. Uh, more to come on that this week. But we're going to talk about the ATF, who just made millions of American felons. This new stupid California law that allows non-American citizens to become cops. Much more. All that's going to be there. If you can't make it for whatever reason, we're sad, we're disappointed. But we'll see you tomorrow. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Burquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBurquist.com.